So I remember I was just starting on my shaving journey. Mm-hmm. And you hear all kinds of stories about how to shave, ways to shave, which way to to stroke the blade against your skin. Well, listen, I had, when I started shaving, no strategy. I had poor tools. I had poor skill. And I ended up doing more damage than good. What happened? Which, which meant that <laughs> I nicked myself, I cut myself mm. excessively because I had no strategy. I had poor tools and poor skill. Mm. And I realized I wasn't effective and I wasn't really effective where I didn't achieve the result I wanted because I didn't have the things I needed to be as efficient as I could have been. Consequently, it took me longer to shave Mm -hmm. because I had no strategy, poor tools and poor skill. Yeah. So today, with that being said, we're going to be talking about the importance of high efficiency and effectiveness as married preneurs. And in this episode, we're going to be going deep on the areas of practical ways to increase your effectiveness and efficiency. And then also what it looks like when we are operating in high efficiency and high effectiveness as married preneurs. We're also going to be going over two different kinds of awareness that we must know in order to even begin this journey of personal growth or continue the journey of personal growth as well too. And we're going to be sharing tons of resources and ways that you all can implement to support your growth to be more effective and more efficient as married preneurs. Y'all ready? Let's go. Let's go. So the big question is this. How do married entrepreneurs like us who have decades of business building experience, how do we break through common communication, productivity, and profitability barriers all while living powerfully in sync? That's the big question and this podcast is the answer. You see, even if just one of you is called to entrepreneurship, the family is called to entrepreneurship. No, the goal is not the almighty dollar. We're aiming for the almighty impact. What's up? This is O.L. and Sway Buckley. Welcome to the Married Preneur Life Podcast. Marriage Marketplace Ministry. Let's go. What's up? This is O.L. Buckley. And this is Sway Buckley. Of MarriedPreneurLife.com. Yep, this is where we help mission-minded married entrepreneurs, Mm -hmm. those who want to get more clarity, generate more income, but above all of that, leave a lasting impact. Yes, married entrepreneurs come to us to sing high-level systems with laser-clear strategy to live out their God-given vision profitably. And it doesn't matter if you are an indiepreneur, a spousalpreneur, or a couplepreneur. And an indiepreneur is if both of you are working and building two individual businesses or more. A spousalpreneur, if you or your spouse is working the nine to five while the other is building and operating the business, or if you're a couplepreneurs, and that means you are operating the business together. So it does not matter which one and what type of marriedpreneurs you all are. You are absolutely in the right place. In fact, we here are both indie and couplepreneurs. That is correct. In addition to running Marriedpreneur Life together, we have our separate businesses. I consult Mm -hmm. organizations, helping Mm -hmm. them to achieve profitability, while also helping families to build out their wealth through real estate acquisition as I co-own a realty company. Yes, and I run a creative arts staffing firm as well as a consultancy for women helping them build multiple revenue streams with their craft. So here we are with the indie and the couple. So we get it. It doesn't matter which ones you are. This episode, this podcast was created with you in mind. Today, we're diving into 
what it means and how to be highly efficient and effective. And it is a process. I don't think it's like nothing, anything that's going to be like done in a weekend, but just really being, being understanding of what that process looks like. So first I think we should go over definitions. Yeah. We must define our terms. So when we talk about being effective or effectiveness, we're talking about producing an intended result, Mm -hmm. producing an intended result. And when we talk about efficiency, yeah, we're talking about efficiency is achieving maximum productivity with minimum waste. Maximum productivity with minimum waste. So efficiency and effectiveness, I guess we can call it like E-square, something yeah, like that. Yep, that sounds good. <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll do the E-square for you guys. E-square. Okay, so with that being said, let's go over a few examples of what is, this may look like. Because right now, you know, we're just going over definitions. But when we bring it all the way home with the examples, it's going to be a lot easier to see, oh, we can be tighter over here. Oh, we can do, you know, be sharper over here. So with that being said, let's go over what it could look like, some signs that point to a lack of efficiency and effectiveness, um, whether it be, you know, one or both or however it is together. But let's just go over that. Some signs could be maybe you are feeling like you're constantly running behind. Yeah. So you're talking about a lack of efficiency. Mm-hmm. We're talking about you feeling like you're running behind. You have mm-hmm. a lot of open loops, a lot of mm-hmm. incomplete tasks. Mm-hmm. And it seems like you're never actually getting traction, but yet you're doing a lot of activities. Mm-hmm. That would be definitely a lack of efficiency because you're not getting maximum use out of the resources you have. Absolutely. And I would also say what that could look like as marriedpreneurs is how that comes over or permeates your marriage could be in the area of your date nights. That could be a sign that there is a lack of efficiency and effectiveness in how you may be running um, what it is that you're doing, your businesses, your life and that. So that could be like, well, we don't have the time to do it right now or we have the time, we set aside time, but listen, you know, energy is not there. It's it's not existing, right? Um, It can be, well, I just don't have the creativity to even go there right now. I just want to go take a nap. And that's understandable too. But a lot of times that has a lot to do with the other areas of the day and of your days that ultimately impact how date nights come out, which is why we're like so such big advocates of making sure that for us, making sure that we're doing it and then encouraging others um, to do it as well, because it really points to a bigger picture, a bigger, it points to a bigger uh, desire and a bigger vision for your marriage, for the business together. So yeah, go, mm-hmm. go, ahead. go ahead. I was just going to say, I, I want to clarify something. Sometimes I think when we use words like maximum or productive or bigger, mm-hmm. the mind interprets that as more. Mm-hmm. Like I have to do more, add more, yeah. accomplish more. And let me say, one of the biggest challenges to efficiency is actually doing more, adding more, interpreting terms like maximum and productive Mm, with more or hyperactivity. And quite the opposite is true. To really be efficient, it's actually to streamline. Mm. It's actually to not overtax and overstress Mm. unnecessary areas. I'm so glad you clarified that too, because we could, we we all bring to the table our own definitions of different words, of definitions. Our own presuppositions. Yeah. So I think that's important to explain what we're really talking about when we use those words, such as maximum productivity. That doesn't mean doing more. 
that really actually likely means doing less, but doing it really, really well. Mm-hmm. And so that's an example. Those are some examples of what it may look like, signs that point to uh, lack of efficiency and effectiveness. Now, let's talk to talk about some examples of what it looks like when there is high efficiency and high effectiveness in your marriedpreneur journey. Yeah, when there's, when there's high efficiency, you'll notice things like increased margin in your day. Mm-hmm. You'll notice things like more margin mm-hmm. even in your profitability. Mm-hmm. You'll notice things like more margin to lead the business rather than being led by the business. Mm-hmm. More margin to work on the development of the business mm-hmm. rather than work in the maintenance of the business. Yeah, I think that's so good. And what that could look like for the marriedpreneur part or the marriage piece, let's go back to the date nights, right? So um, that would look like they are more likely on a regular basis. They are more, there's more thought put into them. There's more energy to actually spend time together. Absolutely. And in that meaning, a lot of times I think married entrepreneurs feel like, well, if it's on the calendar, see, yep, we got it. And even right. if they do do the date night, they're like, see, yep, we did it. But the question really needs to be asked is, was there a connection? Yeah. And, and and that's why we like to even refer to date nights or date days or date lunches as connection points. You may be physically close together or sitting next to each mm-hmm. other, but are you two actually connecting? Listen, that's a whole nother episode right there, but that's real. That is necessary and it's real. So let's talk about what is required? Like what is required now that we've laid this foundation, we are starting to build on the foundation for high efficiency, high effectiveness, regardless of where we are in this journey, regardless if you're just launching and starting out, regardless if you're, you've been at this for years, like we can all be learning, all be growing always. You never stop growing, right? So I think it's important to talk about um, awareness, Awareness is key. And let's talk about two different types of awareness that are required for us to continue in our personal development and our growth in that in our business development. Um, There's two main types of awareness that we want to go over with you in this episode, and that is Mm self-awareness. And system aware. System aware. Self-aware and system aware. So let's talk about self-aware and diving into that part. Yeah, self-aware is really about being aware, or should I say not being oblivious to Mm -hmm. areas where maybe we have excesses, right? If we're going to be effective, one of the things that any organization does is they say, okay, if we're going to be, if if the objective is to be more effective and to be more efficient, then we got to look at where do we have excesses. And so when we're self-aware, we want to be aware as to the excesses Mm -hmm. that we have. Mm -hmm. And when we have those excesses, we end up giving those excesses access to our marriage, to mm-hmm. our thought space. They really begin to consume us. Mm-hmm. And that's obviously going to hinder our ability to be effective. So when we talk about being self-aware, it's recognizing, hey, what are our roles? Mm-hmm. Um, what are we working on? What projects are we doing mm-hmm. together? And then, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm measuring things like, we didn't use this word, but my proficiency, your proficiency. Yeah. Are we the best people to be doing these specific tasks right. or do we need to switch or do we need to delegate those things, right? Or right. do we need to automate those things? And so it's really being self-aware and honest about who you are, who you guys are and what season of life you're in and what is it that you're working on. Honesty is key. 
And no, then we, no egos allowed. No egos no allowed. No egos allowed. Yeah, no, be, no egos allowed. Go. So go. let's talk about system aware. Now, system aware is really going to be those systems, those strategies that will support the vision that you all have in your married manure vision. What systems do you have right now taking inventory and, and how efficient and effective are those systems? And then where are you lacking in systems? Oftentimes we can feel like we're working so hard on all the outside things versus like the core things that we know we're really good at and we know that we should be focusing more time on, but so much time, which is the excess, is wasted on trying to do all the things so you can do the thing. And if we're constantly wasting time on all the things around the thing that we're called to do, then we don't have any energy left to do the thing that we're called to do. And so that's where these systems come in play. That's where it's important to take inventory and to say, okay, I need help over here. We need assistance with this. We need to either eliminate this over here. We need to automate this over here. We need to delegate this over here. We need to make sure that we're working together as a tight unit. And this I would say this also because it doesn't matter if you're spousal indie or couplepreneurs. It does matter though that you are clear about the systems that need to be in place. And so with that being said, if you are individually efficient and effective individually, you will be more efficient and effective collectively. So that's important to not just jump right into, okay, how can we be better I think it's really first important to look at how can I be better individually and then come together with the we part. Um, that's always going to cut back on extra stuff that doesn't need to be done or extra things that you don't need to be doing. So these are just some key areas that we want to share with you. We have some other resources we're going to share with you over in the Enjoying the Journey Together segment. Let's go. Okay, so here we are at Enjoying the Journey Together. This is where we help give you guys practical, actionable steps so you can see traction fast. <laughs> yeah, so let's go right into this first thing. So a quick... It's funny how I say fast, slow, right? Right. Anyway. Fast. And you go deep with it too. Fast. <laughs> okay, so a, a quick, I would say, practical way to get started in increasing one's efficiency and effectiveness as a marriedpreneur is first would be to use and perceive your differences as strengths versus your differences as dividers. And that can be on the simplest level. Um, for us, for example, we know there are differences in the things that how we do things naturally. And we've aligned ourselves with that so we're not we're no longer fighting against that individually so when we come together corporately or collectively it's a lot easier to get things done so case in point a quick example would be my husband you're really good at when it comes to creating content speaking overwriting you're just very natural you're a natural gifted communicator in that way I don't know if you feel more comfortable speaking. I do feel more comfortable speaking. Yeah. And so I tend to gravitate, want to do it mm -hmm. and look at it as an option. Sometimes I don't realize that. Mm -hmm. And maybe I try to do something in a different way. That's not it. my best thing to do. Yeah. But yeah. And so for me, it's a bit well, of the opposite. Absolutely. For you, it's without question going to be writing. Yeah. I feel more comfortable at times sharing um, or communicating via writing. Now, that doesn't mean that, that I don't write and, and that, that I don't, that you don't speak. speak. Right. We do both. But when it comes time to do the thing, 
it's like let's go let's go to our natural default and then we encourage each other in that too so if i see you trying to you know work on a caption for something and i'm we get the app the otter app and we're like oh Let's go ahead. Let me just talk Let it me out. just talk you to talk Dictate it, out. it. It'll transcribe it. And then I go ahead and edit it because yep. I'm more comfortable with the writing piece of it. Right. right. So just something as simple as that. I mean, it saves so much time and just understanding the clarity and frustration too. Because before we understood that, it would be just like, how come you just, you know, you're not writing it? Because it would be easy for me to write it. And you may feel like, well, how come you just don't speak it? Right. So just really being able to celebrate each other's differences and use that as a strength versus a divider. So we would say, get clear about that. Write some strengths down, some differences down that are strengths, that, that will be strengths for you all. You may not look at them as strengths right now, but you can start by being aware, once we said we that before, right? By being uh, self-aware and then system aware with that. Now, the next thing we want to share with you, because you may feel like, well, um, what where do we start? Like, how do we even get clarity about our, like really get clarity about our differences versus just saying we're different in these areas? A tool that we've used um, and we still go back to is the, it's an assessment called the Kobe and Kobe K-O-L-B-E um, index C, I think it is that we used a couple years ago. Let me say that slower one more time. Kobe K-O-L-B-E. Yes. Index C because there's index different, C, there's specific different, one, yeah, yes. different ones. Now, what it is, it's not a personality test or it's not a even a gifts assessment. It really is um, something that it's an assessment that covers how we think cognitively, not cognitively, but mm-hmm. understanding our instincts and what we naturally do in a natural state. And how it really helps us is to point out our differences and and it helps us to align more strategically and intentionally with how we are uniquely created, distinctly created, distinctively created. So this um, assessment is we've taken it one time, but we just come back to it every what well, we just started coming back to like every year. Yes. And what we do is we assess ourselves and say, OK, this is the best use of my time, how I should use this, is the best use of your time, how you should use it. And it because it talks about your um, how to spend your time based on how you are. How, what your what your instincts are talks about how to spend your energy based on how you naturally do things and what that does for us is it helps us to become aware again self-aware but also relationally aware absolutely um about with each other and it helps us to stay accountable to what we naturally um are good at in that way in the and how we do it so we're not trying to force someone else's way or what we see others doing oh let me try it that way like no let me know like I know what works for me just being very clear on that and being okay with that right so that's another resource we want to share with you also um and I would say lastly whether you do the coping or not once you go through an assessment with you two together talking about your differences and using them as strengths I would say the the next part would be to say okay what needs to be done now to us for us to better like align with those strengths and to get those daily targets to reach those weekly goals or whatever that may look like and this will be totally case by case scenario it could be you know do you need to get up earlier in the morning to get the things done so you can have the space and have the margin which means going to bed earlier um do you need to have a timer to 
help you stay accountable throughout the day. Yeah. Do you need to, we were just talking about this the other day. Do you need to uh, use a planner, mm-hmm. engage with a planner where you, you can. You should. Yeah. <laughs> yes. No, you should. <laughs> where you can track and monitor yes, your daily try. activities and then set your appointments for the next day and not have to think about, wait a minute, what was I working on? Right. Setting it up the night before instead of the day of, because then you're already behind. So Anyway, these are just some things that we um, have been using and we wanted to share with you on this journey that have been super effective (laughs) for us and helping us be higher uh, work in a higher level of efficiency. And it's been it's made a world of difference. Um, These are the things that you don't see like the intangibles, but they are tangible because the results are we feel better. We have more time. We are clear in our business. We are able to even be clear in our messaging in mm-hmm. our business to work with more aligned clients. Like it just all around together. It's just a win, win, win. Um, however, it, however you, you look at it. So we hope that this episode has been amazing for you. Yep. So as always, here's to living purposefully, powerfully and profitably in sync. Oh, before we go. Yes. If you have not downloaded your free 2021 Married Preneur Checklist. Do that because this next episode, what we're going to do is we're going to be doing a review. Um, And that review is actually going to help you all even be more aligned as we prepare to transition into quarter two. So get ready for that because it's good. Okay, but you have the resource. We've given it, we made it available so you don't have to go create your own Maripreneur checklist. You can use ours and we'll walk you through the steps. So we will see you next time. Keep living. Now we go. Purposefully. <laughs> powerfully. And profitably. In sync. Right, peace, peace out. Ready to drop them bars, hubby? Funny. Yeah. Yeah. We here. Hi, girl. Okay. <laughs> Check it out. It's like, hmm, okay, it's OL and Sway back again. Another episode, press play, now you in. Motion to build out your legacy. Family imply your marriage plus ministry. The content is real life in real time, yep. Mm -hmm. A little more to help you both soar and step. Same page where we know you want to be. And know it's not as easy as one, one, two, three. three. It's more like three, two, one. Where you got to plan your work, work your plan and have fun. And anything you two will call to is doable. Hit subscribe, press like, make this reviewable. Anything you two will call to is doable. Hit subscribe, press like make it reviewable peace peace anything you call to is doable press subscribe press like make this reviewable for the people in the back